Hey everybody, you've reached the Mayfair Podcast. I'm Eric. I'm Andrew. <laughs> Such bad timing on that one. Hey, this is Josh. Andrew is not eating a healthy snack. Yeah, that was good. Josh was like, we gotta get this started. I'm like, no time for Andrew to finish his egg. You might she hear... She didn't even know what to I say. I didn't even know what to say. The dulcet tones of ABBA. That's what I was trying to think of say. <laughs> Something poetic. Yeah. You might hear ABBA on the wind. It's Please don't sue us. I... It's because Mamma Mia is playing in the background. Finally, after so many false starts, <laughs> it's, it's almost like the universe was like, don't play this. No. I work... Okay, so <laughs> to keep people up to pace of what just happened, if you're listening from out of town, you might have heard that Ottawa got hit with a bunch of tornadoes. All of the tornadoes. I heard it was like six. Is crazy. Yeah. I thought it was three. It's well, Somewhere six sounds a lot six. better, to be yeah. honest. We'll go with four or five, you know. <laughs> solid. Solid number. And not to make light of anything, because it hit some people really big time. Like, literally hit people hard. So. I saw an overhead. Somebody did an old drone shot of, I don't know where, somewhere nearby. Yeah. And it just looks like a monster went through. Yeah, and like Dunrobin, maybe. We don't get that usually. We've had ice storms. We've had stuff like that. But mm-hmm. when my phone buzzed at, I don't know, one in the afternoon on Friday, <laughs> yeah. and it was the... AI robot telling me that a tornado was coming, you're just like, yeah, stupid yeah, robot. Okay, bud. Yeah, what do you know? <laughs> it's happened before, too, and I'm like, yeah, that never happens here. Yeah, it has, and then it was just, you know, some weather goes through, but nothing crazy. Yeah. So, here at the Mayfair, I happened to come in because poor Anya got sick, so I wasn't even supposed to be here no, today. She was sensing the tornado. Yeah, it's that's true. Why. That's what was so weird. Yeah, it was me and Anya working, and then I was. she seemed fine, and then an hour later, she's like, yeah, I'm not feeling well. And I was like, but you seem so well. And she's like, I was faking it. <laughs> like, but we had such good talks. It was a good day. Her phone probably buzzed, and she was like, I gotta get out of yeah. here. Oh, not uh, <clears throat> feeling that well. She had to get to her bomb shelter. And then she was like, I'll call Melissa, who'd had one hour of sleep. So she's like, okay, maybe you don't come in. And then I yeah. texted Josh and was just like, like, I can come in. I'll jokingly mention uh, about how she's going home and maybe Josh will come in. And it seemed like it was going to be a fun, you know, Josh and Eric shift where hilarious stuff happens or doesn't. So we got through, we got through the matinee perfectly. There was like two, four people left watching the end credits. Eighth and then there was this dramatic light flickering. And you said, uh-oh, and then we lost power. And yeah. the last time that happened, to me anyhow, was a couple years ago on Halloween. The power went down for like 10 minutes. The show went back on. Everything was fine. During The Exorcist. Yes. Yeah. And it was so much fun. It was yeah. like hearing people yell in fear as the <laughs> theater went dark. So I thought that was going to, you know, there was nothing much we could do but stand by. Yeah. Because we didn't know if it was going to come back on in five minutes, ten minutes. And at that point, we didn't know that it was this crazy disaster, that tornadoes that hit us. And so we were just dark. The whole community was dark. Everybody was dark. And people kept walking in, and we were just, you know, answering the phone a million times. Yeah. Yeah, that one guy. It was, ironically, Mamma Mia 2, that was the premiere, I think. Yes, yes. And then this one gentleman had come in and was, like, presumably excited about it. Very but, excited. Yeah. yeah. And he's, he stayed for at least, like, almost an hour, I feel like. But it was like yeah. at least a hard 30, 45 minutes. And, and he was just sort of like waiting it out and there's nothing we could say like we're like we don't know what's gonna yeah. happen and then every single phone call was the same exact thing it was like do you guys have power are you closed yeah. forever basically <laughs> and it was just like i don't know i also don't like it being that like harbinger of bad news you know yeah. so all you can say is no we don't have power been since six o'clock don't know if we're gonna be closed hopefully not yeah. And, you know, and then we had the one of the writer directors of Summer of 84 was going to be doing a QA and a and an introduction for the 9 o'clock. Yeah, so you just had to wait for him. Oh, uh, and then his, it was four hours for him in the car from Montreal, which is like an hour and a half, usually. And Andrew, was that you were circling. That's what you were coming to see Summer of 84. 
on Friday night when don't, we got don't no. Make it, don't I, make him I, admit the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the neighborhood, not going to see yeah. a movie anywhere else. I would hope. Never, never. No, no. <laughs> well, we don't know what he was doing. But it, it was. Just, but I was like, I ended up at Quinn's. <laughs> of course. Did, did Quinn's have power, or were they just? No. That's crazy. But they could pour beers. We found that out. Josh and I were wondering. Uh, several people were, were sort of just saying, well, we'll wait and see. We'll, we'll get a beer at Barley Mall or Quinn's or whatever and come back and check with you in a half hour. And then we were sort of discussing it and saying, well, can they pour beers? Like, how does that I work? So, Is yeah. the electricity? And I guess, and then randomly a, a waitress sort of stopped by kind of ducking in under the water and just having a smoke. And we just, and I realized she was it, uh, like a, a bartender. And then, so I said, hey, we were just talking about this. Can you pour beers if there's no power? And she was like, oh, yeah. It's uh, it's just like, it's gravity. So it works. And I was like, okay, well, great. We got closure to that. We learned something. Yeah, and so people had something to do while they waited to see if we were going to open again, and, and we didn't. And our pals at House of Targ were right on the edge of the line. So they had power. It's so weird how this stuff works. Yeah. So they had power. But... They never lost power. They never lost power, but they had a flood. Yeah, which is much worse. Oh, my God. In a way. (laughs) And Kevin, one of the bosses over there, said these sinks... It's only funny because they got through it. The sinks were fountaining up water. So that's how much the flood hit them. Oh, my God. Yeah, so, like, whatever. There are a couple of sinks in there... Because they don't really have a kitchen. They have you. They have the bar, a little area to cook pierogies, mm-hmm. and a dishwasher area, and it's all right there. Right. So that little dishwasher area was was fountaining up. That's like just, a geyser. Yeah. Like I don't even know. I'm glad that because they still had shows later that night. Yeah, their shows and, went and on. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, because they they did close briefly, like maybe like half an hour. It's sort of hard to tell. We didn't have anything else to do but look across the street. So yeah, I think just to kind of mop up and get. I think they spent a couple of hard hours doing that yeah and then well worth it though for them because they were the only show on the street really (laughs) yeah and it's it's so funny I've mentioned before how I always get defensive when people say oh Ottawa's a sleepy little town (laughs) because on that weekend was we had movies as per usual Targ had stuff as per usual but there was a what they call the 613 flea market which is a really good flea market which I forget every single time until you get something cool and I'm like ah on the same day there was the poorly timed Punk Ottawa flea market (laughs) elsewhere in the city there was a pinball festival what? all at the same time come on and then there was something else too some concerts or something uh, maybe an Oktoberfest or something yeah. like that. Oh, was it the Bose uh, yeah. Oktoberfest that weekend? I can't so even... all this stuff, 613 Flea went on, and they would have been okay because they're in this big building that is now called the Aberdeen Pavilion, but because I'm old, I know it as the Cattle Castle. And it's like a big churchy looking thing. Yeah, with big yeah. windows and doors. Like They would have been fine with no power. Sadly, the Punk Ottawa and the Pinball Fest just had to cancel. And the Punk Ottawa one is too bad because people book tables and whatever. Right. But the pinball one is really heartbreaking because that's a guy who, just for the love of the game and had yeah. people coming in from all over the nearby area and far away and bringing in their machines. And so it was a real museum of a oh, thing. Sucks. And just couldn't do it, you yeah. know? And so when stuff like that happens, you, I'm sure it's upsetting, but you just gotta roll with it and be like well that yeah. didn't work and it's another good thing that Targ was able to be open because then yes. you know the pinball fanatics at least had something I was hoping to come see Incredibles 2 on Saturday afternoon and couldn't because we were closed Yeah, and it's just again you know on nights when we have 5 people versus nights 300 people I try not to get too stressed on the empty nights because you just you gotta roll with it. You yeah. gotta, you know, your bank account's okay. You saved a couple bucks. You, you know, sold some dead. ad space, sold some popcorn. You're okay. But it is just stressful when you're like, well, 
didn't show Incredibles. Oh, didn't show Mamma Mia. Yeah. And so it was very fun that Saturday night. My in-laws were in town, and Gwen and her dad were going to get groceries, and I was just about to take Gypsy for a walk, and Lee texted that, the power's back on! And I felt like an old-timey newsman. Yeah. I had to get all the information out. Yeah. So I had to hit Twitter, had to hit you know, Facebook, everything. And I was following you online, because I was with my in-laws at right. the cottage, which I thought was great, because, oh, I'll miss all the power outage and stuff. And then the minute we got there, they lost power there. Oh, God. Which yeah. I guess was a deliberate, they shut it off for like an hour or two while they were working on lines and stuff, because they did have power right before we got there. And I yeah. thought, wow, it's just like being at home. This is amazing. Yeah. But I still, I was giving Emily updates, like, even though no one asked. I was just like, oh, still no power at the Mayfair. Oh, they just got power. I mean, oh, like, so who's excited. even asking about this? I'm like, I gotta tell someone. And Anya, because she's hilarious, put something on the marquee, like, we're out of power. And then took one of the tiles, one of the letter tiles, and wrapped yellow cardboard around it and drew a happy face. Or a frowny face, sorry. Yeah. Drew a frowny face over it. And then just put question marks on the marquee, like, <laughs> yeah, 630? Question mark. <laughs> and... She said she got this really dramatic thing because she was keeping herself busy. She was looking for something. She, she was, I hope she was feeling better. Like. She said she was behind the screen tidying up with flashlights on her head or something. <laughs> and then the power went back on. And she said when it goes back on, it's just like you can feel it. Like it goes like... Yeah, yeah. You know. So she runs out and she goes. And there was a bunch of people, like I don't know, like 20 people in denial that we were just going to open, I guess. Yeah. And she tore down the sign that said we're closed, and they cheered. And I was like, Which Yay. is so ridiculous. Like, I love that, but I'm also just impressed because I just didn't, some, I don't know. I and don't that, think people have the patience for and that. And I think she said that was at quarter after six. So didn't wow. give people much time to, so that, we had a small crowd. Man. But then we had 75 people for eighth grade and 100 people for God. the room. Man, word got around pretty quick. <laughs> you know, and the internet at its worst is a horrible, horrible thing. <laughs> yeah. But it really warmed my nerd heart because people were saying this is the thing that hurts me the most during the power outage and like posting pictures of the Mayfair yeah. or saying how they were so thankful to have something to do, you know, and mm -hmm. and we were saying if you're coming from Nepean or somewhere that still doesn't have power, feel free to ask us if you want to plug in your phone or a yeah. flashlight or something because we have sockets around. You can do that. I don't know if anyone took us up on it, but it was just, you know, the little good deeds you can do. For because sure. I think even now we're recording this on Wednesday afternoon. I think everyone's back up. Pretty much, I think yesterday most people were, but which Crazy. is pretty actually nuts that they were able to do it that quickly. If you yeah. really think about it, because it was it was wide reaching. But luckily, like we we, I think my house might be on the same grid as the Mayfair or something because like when we got power back at around whatever six or five forty five or whatever it was, yeah, and then we kind of left the cottage probably around that time, and we didn't even know if we were coming back home to power or not. Right, it was just kind of we hoped we were, and if not, we were just gonna like message Josh or someone yeah. like, hey, so you got a house that has power, right? Yeah, oh yeah, a lot of people were doing that. Even I was chatting with. So came to see Summer of 84 on Sunday night and had a, had a decent crowd, which is so nice, and went to Targ afterwards to bring him their leftover popcorn tradition on Sunday night. And the security guard was saying that he was still out for Man. that long, because that was Sunday. So, you know, it doesn't seem like a lot, but, you know, 48 hours without power and people were starting to have to throw away food. Right. And just well, some people with stuff. kids as well, like, oh, or God, with the young yeah. kids. Like, it's just, uh, that was a lot of things. I, like, I had several friends who were just like, does anyone have a freezer for breast milk? Which I oh, would wow. never have thought oh, about. God. But I'm just like, if that goes bad, like, I don't even know. Like, that's just, that's not the kind of thing I would think about. But I'm like, wow, that's actually kind of a major thing for you guys. Andrew, you're on the West End, right? Yeah. So were you hit for... Yeah. Just a day or... Yeah, like 24 hours. Yeah, yeah it's not too bad. 
It was a weird experience. My friend sure. Wendy owns a bakery up Bank Street, north of the Queensway, and they were without power. And so they had their baked goods, and some of them were probably made the day before, so mm-hmm. those are still okay to sell or whatever. But word got out that she was giving away ice cream. <laughs> and I was on my way there anyhow, because Gwen wanted me to get something for her mom for her birthday. So I went in. Five gallons of ice cream. Yeah, I went in, <laughs> and they were actually almost all out, so I just got a little cup yeah. Because Gwen didn't know. She thought they might be giving away leaders or something. Yeah, who knows? But it's stuff like that where, and a lot of people online were saying, go back out to those little places you like and buy something today yeah. because they haven't been in business for two days. And a lot of little businesses, and especially on a Friday, Saturday. Oh, like, yeah. And some poor bastard came in very timid to Wendy and was like, uh, am I supposed to pick up my wedding cake tomorrow? <laughs> oh, my God. So if this guy was getting married on this Sunday... Oh. That might not have flown very well. She said the cake was going to be fine, so at least they'd have a cake. Uh, yeah, it might not be what you pictured, but here's but the cake, and it's like a little, like, two-inch special. If they didn't have power to make food, have a DJ, have lights, wherever they were getting married... That'd be pretty stripped down affair, uh, I mean... And, and you think people traveling from all over the place, usually for a wedding, and like, yeah. oh, that's going to be a good story good when lo- you're older. Good budget-looking budget, <laughs> budget wedding. You're like, I swear, we spent a lot on this wedding. It's yeah. just like, now it's uh, it's in a barn. And yeah. Like... Yikes! Yeah, so yeah, it was something. Anytime you lose power, I was I was so happy to work the Sunday shift, and I was just in a good mood. And Sarah, our candy bar clerk, came in, and I was like, "I'm just so happy to be here today, you yeah. know, to be able to do this." Much and, better than Friday. <laughs> and she said, "What happened?" And I was like, "We haven't had power for what?" Day. She didn't know because she was sitting at home with no power, so she didn't look into it. Or yeah, whatever. I guess so. So she might have shown up on Sunday with like, "Oh, we're still without power." So yeah, so I'm glad that's all over for now yeah, but the summer 84 uh, Johan uh, he was awesome oh like, he was that best. was the best thing about it about a bad situation was just that we were able to chat with him and like I'm a big Turbo Kid fan and yeah. I've, I've now seen summer 84 which I loved and and so it's just really it's really cool to have someone that you respect and, and they make art that you really enjoy and you can just be like hey man like I really liked what you did you know it's and just, he's nice <laughs> he was awesome like I could have talked to that guy for hours and, and just not even about his own work but just we also had similar interests and it's just you just start geeking we'll out see. in the like, dark like, you never know but it, it was very heartening because he actually said that Summer of 84 did not get a big theatrical push it mm-hmm. was in festivals and in straight to VOD and Blu-ray. Yeah, he kind of implied it didn't really get much of one almost at all. Like, yeah, and that the only reason it was here is because he likes the Mayfair and he told the powers that be that we had to screen it. Yeah. And he said this might have been the only non-festival screening in Canada. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. So, I don't know. There's no plan with this. I haven't even mentioned it to Lee, but maybe if we have a hole in our schedule we can bring it back. It seemed mm. to do pretty well on the one day. Yeah. And he said his whole gang could come back because oh, they all live in Montreal, so they can it's come true. here and drive right home. It's yeah, not like I, they I, need I, hotels and stuff like that. I have to get the other two to autograph my steel book of Turbo yeah. Kid. I only have him now, so. And also, the, uh, the one of the more interesting things he mentioned is that he used to live in Ottawa. He yeah. worked for the government for a year and a half, and he used to come to the Mayfair all the time. And he yeah. said he wasn't really happy with his job, you know, wasn't that fulfilling, and so his joy was coming here to movies. And then, so I was like, well, would you say that that kind of <laughs> impacted Turbo Kid and, like, the running of that? And he's like, yeah, you know, I, I guess, maybe. Like, I never thought of it. And it just kind of blew my mind, because you don't think about... I just, I, I associate him with Montreal, you know? You don't yeah. think of him living here, coming to the Mayfair, and, like... It's just kind of neat when that, that works out and someone's like, you know what, uh, I kind of want to work on my art. And then since then, they put out these two cool movies. And You totally gotcha journalism, Tim. Oh, and you're yeah. like, so you'd say it's because of the Mayfair yeah. that you're Would successful. Would you say Josh and I are the best? It's like, well, <laughs> yeah. this is a bit of a weird question. But Could you please say that? Yeah, I need your soundbite. 
it's a bit of a shame because you know, and I, I kind of wanted to get like you know a, a funny like selfie with him or whatever. But we were literally in darkness. Oh like, yeah. And so it was just there was probably like six of us, like a friend of his he hadn't seen in twenty years, who I think I guess lives in Ottawa. But he came. Yeah. But there was just literally a handful of. And every once in a while, someone would come in. And he would shake their hands and be like, yeah. I am the director. Like, and you'd li- see them kind of instantly. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. But yeah, so we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully we can get them back. They're, they're right in the trenches of working on part two right now yeah. of Turbo Kid, it writing nice. it. So Yeah, he's, he said that it's like 2.5, version 2.5 of the script, I think they're at. And yeah. so I think, yeah, there, there could still be a window before they start shooting. And uh, and yeah, yeah like probably. he's he'd be a great podcast bring in. And I will say, before we move on to talking about this week's films... If you're at a cinema and chatting with people who work at the cinema and the director of a movie, don't tell the director you stole his movie on a torrent. Yeah. Oh, God, really? Not, Come on. Not great. Yeah. How did he react to that? There, he, he was great, actually. He was actually. fine. He's so nice. He was chill. But if I was him, I would have at least kind of sarcastically teased the person and been yeah. like, Come on. It's awkward. And especially in this day and age where it's on... You know, like iTunes or whatever. Every Google Play, like everything, I yeah, think, and it, it's so, literally four ninety nine. And yeah, there was there may or may not have been a potential customer that was kind of yeah, same. Oh, just, just that it's like. But Lee chatted about it before the the bar he hangs out at, where yeah, people were will, people come up to him and oh, I download your movies all the time. <laughs> right about it. There's a there's an episode titled putting beer torrent outside of your bar oh, or something. Yeah, yeah, I'm torrenting beer. I'm torrenting I'm, beer. Why do I remember the titles? There you go. <laughs> because. The bartender, somebody said, bragged about stealing movies. Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to go outside your bar and sell illegal beer. And it's so... Like, I, I, I have some understanding when it's an impossible to track down thing where it is not it is not possible to purchase. It is yeah. not possible to find. It's very rare for certain things, you know. And and, and, and it's, if it's a TV rip of a TV movie from 1972, that whatever, something. Yeah. I sort of get that. That's on YouTube. You watch it. But, like, for something that's, like, a new movie... That's coming out and just uh, that that guy was just too much and, and, and it's he, this weird braggart thing. It's almost like when you're in junior high and if some <laughs> punk kid comes up to you and brags about he stole this transformer toy. Yeah, that's what they're doing. But and I don't even think it's that they have no sense. Maybe that they have no sense that we could use the ten dollars you would have come to see right. Summer of '84. It's it's really strange. And uh, yeah, and especially just with the director there. Like it would still bother me if it was just I you and I. That. But. He was just, so he was funny. commenting on Summer of 84 and was just like, yeah, you know, it, uh, just the quality online was really bad, so I thought maybe I would come and see it, and I'm just like, what are you doing? He said that, and I stopped like a deer in the headlights, like, wait, oh, what? Yeah, what you've you got say? like several content creators in this room, let alone the dude who like wrote and directed that. I, I just, yeah. I was baffled, and I'm trying to, you know, make the nice, and I'm, I'm, I'm a good glue guy for situations like yeah. that, because I try to kind of <laughs> distract the situation, I don't, and I, it w- he would have been in within his rights to just tear into the guy. Yeah, I wish, oh, that would be nice. Yeah, it was too, and well, not, that guy also, he mentioned, like, Stranger Things, and I'm just, and I also feel weird about that, because, like, they get that so much for Summer of 84. Yeah. Because, oh, wow, it's some, it's set in the 80s, and it's some kids. Okay, well, yeah, it, it yeah. must be a rip-off, you know, it's just... Yeah, no, some people just uh, don't have the social... In anything, if you're, I'm sure it's the same if you're going to some people if they were at a restaurant or at mm. a sporting event or at you know a party. Yeah, 
Man, but that that stuck to me. I was like, oh my god, guy. Oh yeah, well, no, it, it was a good thing for like you and I to discuss after the fact. Yes, because it's just and now on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you know. So well, because it's not you know we're representing the theater, and yeah. but we're also representing the director because he's here as a guest, and it's just. You know, you can't just tear into a guy, but you'd like to sometimes. <laughs> just grab him and toss him out onto the street. We, we should have got Andrew to do it because he wasn't on the clock. Yeah. He was just at Gwen's. We're like, Andrew, can you come over and tear into this I guy? I was too busy downloading. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Summer of 84. Oh, man. What a film. What a film. So, yeah, I want to make sure this podcast doesn't run too long. That being said, sorry. Yes. Uh, you can find it on iTunes, I'm sure. Like, if you're going to like download it legitimately. You know, yeah, like, well, especially I don't know if they price. get much from... It's just a the principle of it. Uh, from, from an iTunes sale, mm-hmm. but yeah. We know people, some people download. We know, it happens. But, like, a lot of our people are great for that. They don't. Like, it's just, oh, yeah. people want to see a theatrical movie. Like, especially with the guy there. <laughs> just, oh, man. In conclusion, if you did that, you're a monster. Yeah, yeah. We don't, no, we're not naming names. We don't remember any names. No. But still. Anyway, please come back, writer, director, <laughs> man. We yeah. loved you. So I'm going to see Maria Bamford, who I'm... Oh, that's tonight? Madly in love with. Oh, cool. so. That's why we're doing this a little early. But so let's chat about September 28th through October 4th. It's a short week. Two movies coming back The Children Act and Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. <laughs> Which got a bit of an unfair shake, uh, yeah. missing out two screenings. Because of the tornado. Oh, yeah. Mamma Mia. <laughs> I'm tornadoing movies. Then we have a Canadian film called Venus making its Ottawa premiere. Then we have Saturday Night Cinema, mm. a secret late late show for members only. What could it be? Are you you're not who's doing it? Are you guys doing no, it? Well, I no? assume Lee is Lee's doing it. Yeah, it's, it's between. There's two movies that he's gonna choose from. I thought you were gonna blurt it out. Yeah, it's like whoa, Andrew, man, it's this movie, not you. Yeah, Vice Summer '84. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's coming up Saturday night. So that's a free for members, members only. If you're not a member, you just gotta buy a card for ten dollars, and you can come see a cool movie that happens. About once a month, at least ten times a year. Yeah. And then sound the horns. <laughs> I feel like we, we've been waiting so long that now nothing will be worthwhile. For, yeah. we, we we needed a sound maker or something. Yeah, I'll I'll edit in some some. <laughs> yeah. Bum, 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 bum. yeah. Mandy, we got Mandy. Yeah, Mandy. For all of you people who kept asking if we were going to get it or if we've heard Stop. of it. Yes, we've heard of the awesome five-star reviewed Nicolas Cage movie that's yeah. coming out. Um, Did you think we didn't have it dialed into the internet here? Come on. Well, some poor guy was like, I can't go either of those nights. Will you get it back? And I was just like, I don't know. It's kind of out of our hands. <laughs> We've been trying for so long to get it in the first place. Like, Yeah, so maybe? Could be. It's it's the most well-reviewed single titled named after a female <laughs> movie since Maudie. True. Think about that. <laughs> it might even just be one of the best reviewed movies of the year. I, of I mean, all time. I know a lot of people don't like Rotten Tomatoes, but it has a 95 all critics slash 93 top critics rating right yeah. now and then some legit places I believe Total Film Empire Austin Chronicle all gave it five stars <laughs> you're gonna say Austin Powers Austin I have no Powers. idea why yeah. it's great baby but I've made it this long where I have not seen the trailer and I even when I'm writing blurbs for it on the internet I don't really know what it's yeah. about and, and you I don't want to like read that. too much yeah. Either, yeah I know that it's Nick Cage being Nick Cage yeah but I know that it's something that I believe the distributor must have just completely didn't know what they had on their hands absolutely and went oh this is just another Nick Cage movie yeah and he does six a year yeah and we're gonna do BOD and whatever and then when Patton Oswalt and Guillermo del Toro and and other film festival oh, people started being like no this is 
good. Yeah, legit. And, and I think that's the that's the thing. Like, the only people who seem to be let down by it so far are the ones who just want to come and see a stupid Nick Cage cages out for an hour and a half. And that's yeah. not what this is. Like, that, it has that as well. Yeah. But it's a legit film. Well, so. in, in the past few years, whether it be Bad Lieutenant or Joe, mm-hmm. he does do a really good movie every couple of years Mom and still. Dad even. Uh, he was oh, really good in Mom and Dad. Yeah, yeah, I thought so too. Yeah. I really like Mom and Dad. And uh, Selma Blair was great in that as yeah. well. The problem with him is he works too much. So it's almost like, you know, the, I, I remember, it's a weird thing to remember, but I remember Julia Roberts saying that if you can act like a baseball player, and, and the best baseball player in the world is 400, right? Like that's yeah. like the magic number. So that's four out of 10. So she made a joke about that. So if, you know, she was decades from now, my career's over, if I can look back and it averages out to four out of 10 are great movies, that's pretty good. Yeah. And so the problem with Nick Cage is he, without exaggeration, I think does about six movies a year. Yeah, at least. So for every Bad Lieutenant or Joe or Mom and Dad or Mandy, there's five as you're scrolling through Netflix. It's like, holy cow, another one? Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's very hit and miss. And I do like that he has a fan base that kind of just enjoys seeing him. Yes. So that, that, that is something. But it's nice that, like, especially in the, in the sense of Mandy... And he has another one called, I think, Between Worlds that's coming out this year as well, where he's actually choosing the writer-directors. Like, he's, he's like, I like this script, I like this writer-director, I want to be in this. Right. Which is awesome, because if he did that all the time, maybe it would be a better average. <laughs> but, I think, though, too, a lot of it is just like, oh, I have three weeks free, and they want me to do this horrible movie. Yeah. Okay. I, I've heard other actors say that on set he just really likes his job mm-hmm. and is a nice guy. And he's he, eccentric. He brings but, it, you know. Yeah. Like it's not like he's sleepwalking Bruce Willis style, you know. Like <laughs> oh, with all Bruce. due respect, but first kill. Yeah. Oh, God. it's so. It, see, he's even weirder because a lot of them are direct to Netflix. Yeah, uh, or direct flicks. Direct you know, to like, Walmart. Yeah, it's it's both now at this point, and it just it's he's worse than Cage. I would almost say in the sense that he honestly seems to have at least one a month. It's well, like, he can be a good actor when he feels like it. I think. Yeah, I just because otherwise he'll just show up in some movie and it looks like he's like yeah. And that's such a shame. Through. He's in the new Tarantino one, isn't he? Like cameo or something? Oh, or Willis? Yeah, I thought I'd heard he might. Uh, he has a cameo or something. Well, he's maybe got I'm, that M. Night Shyamalan thing. He's in. Gl- yeah, he's mm. in the new. Yeah, maybe I'm just wishful thinking on that one because I'm but, like, who can make him act well again? I'm like Shyamalan. Maybe like I really hope he brings it for Glass because I mean, I want to believe you know the Fox Mulderism here, but well, I remember we had Die Hard five and i remember die hard four yeah not liking it but it didn't offend <laughs> me yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. i was just like it. i was like ah it's a movie but the die hard five it was yeah. i'd love to see some behind the scenes footage on it because i swear there were some scenes where i bet you the director was like okay that was good let's just do it one more time and bruce was like nope. no no that, that was good but then at the same time a uh what was it moonrise kingdom came out oh yeah he was great and he, he was, was great at that so it's so funny to see how he's just doesn't care sometimes. Yeah. And that's such a shame because you look at him when he's at his best, you know, whether it be, you know, Die Hard or a Wes Anderson movie or, mm. you know, Unbreakable or something. Yeah. But you see sometimes you're like, wow, why? Do you need the money? I don't yeah. think he needs the money. And it's too bad because it's something like, you know, Death Proof, or not Death Proof, Death Wish. That could have been good. Yeah. I mean, he, like, he could, he has the potential to be good in something like that. But... You just, you don't really need to see him sleepwalking through and, oh, he's shooting a guy, oh, he's punching a guy, oh, cool. And with Nick Cage, I'm wondering if people will take notice of this and could he show up in a Guillermo del Toro movie now? Or a Marvel movie. I think he would be so good as a weird character like Benicio del Toro 
in a Star Wars movie, right. in, in a big movie like that. And yes, he, he already did Ghost Rider, but that was kind of a more low-budget, independent yeah. Marvel movie before Marvel was Marvel. Mm-hmm. But if he showed up in Doctor Strange 2 as some yeah. other wizard guy, yeah. it would totally work. <laughs> I'd love to see him as the Mandarin. Like, it would be like very similar to the uh, Grindhouse trailer he did as Fu Manchu. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> just like, this is absurd, and I love it. And he never stopped working. There was, I wish we could have gotten it. I got free passes to it, but Teen Titans Go!, was really great and it did fine in that it didn't cost anything it was yeah. supposed to be a straight to dvd release and then it was so good so it cost three million dollars and made 40 million wow. so it didn't cost a hundred million like a cartoon normally does because right. it was done for tv so it did fine but in that nick cage played superman excellent which i was really so hoping fun. you were going getting to this i was like please and tell me cage did a voice so almost like the way that I think it's going to happen to Bruce Campbell soon, but with Christopher Lee, when he started showing up in Star Wars and Lord of the Rings and Tim Burton films, mm-hmm. and Gremlins 2 even, that's because people who grew up with him put him in the movies. Right. And I think that's going to happen with Nick Cage and Bruce Campbell, those kind of guys, where you're going to see him because somebody who grew up with Evil Dead right. is going to put Bruce in a cool movie, or someone who yeah. grew up loving Nick Cage is going to be yeah. put in a movie. Just like Rob Zombie. like That's why he did that trailer. Yeah. Because he was just, hey, I, I'm Rob Zombie. I have enough power to pull this off. I love Nick Cage. so I'm excited. I'm going to be going to a bunch of Animation Fest stuff this week, but I've rigged my schedule, so I'm coming to see Mandy on Saturday night. Yeah. I really hope I don't jinx this, but I think it's going to be something. I yeah. think it's going to be a night. I think it's going to be fun. It's going to be a night. I think it's going to be an appreciative crowd with a standing ovation at the end. I'm going to be. I'll start the. I'll start the slow clap. I'm coming both nights for a variety of reasons. Some yeah. being that certain friends can only do one or the other night. Okay. But yeah. more just, I'll probably never see it again on the big screen. Probably not. Yeah. So I tell people, I'm like, we hope, but you know, it's. It could be gone. Yeah. So and it just, I'm so glad. I'm so glad. Lee is the best. I'm. This <laughs> yeah, is good. We were, <laughs> we, I you, feel you like I've like, been hounding him for, for years. You were going crazy. You're like, we can go with the multiplex that's eight million miles oh away. And I'm like, I don't want to go to the suburban no. multiplex. And it was, it was like always at like Sunday at ten thirty and St. Yeah. Keys or something. I'm like, I don't want to be there then. I couldn't make it any more inconvenient. No, it, that is just it was good in for us in a way because so many people wouldn't want to make that trek. But well, it, it was just... a year or two ago when that cool Godzilla movie came out, mm-hmm. and it only went to that same multiplex <laughs> for one or two nights. And then they wouldn't let us have it afterwards. And our argument is always like, yeah, let the multiplex have it for two days, sure. sure. But can't we have it the next two days? Yeah, we're not competing with them, really. We we will go to that multiplex, pick up the DCP, shake their hands and say thank you, and walk away. Melissa lives like five minutes away from there. It's so weird. It's so weird. Yeah. I find that about, like, the same with, like, Canada or Orleans, you know. Like, it's it's just, we're not battling them, really. No. You know, so. Yeah, so very happy to show Mandy. I think it's going to be... Awesome. Not yeah. that I'm putting my hopes up on a pedestal, but I think it's going to be I'm, something great. So my so. hopes are, are just in the stratosphere. Like, there's yeah. been so many. It It's definitely overhyped, but I don't even care anymore. No. I'm, I'm so excited. Yeah. Okay, cool. We did it. I'm going to wrap this up because <laughs> i got to go see a stand-up show it's in, true. like, two hours. I have more time to talk about Mandy if we need yeah. ten minutes. To <laughs> if you want to talk to Eric about Mandy, just <laughs> yeah. pop on Facebook or Twitter. Yeah. He'll talk to you about yeah, Mandy. Yeah, see me Saturday and Sunday night with my Mandy shirt I got custom-made. He'll be in his Nick Cage cosplay. Yeah, <laughs> It's just me yelling at people, basically. Thanks for listening. Go visit our friends at House of Targ. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And we'll be back next week to tell you how amazing Mandy was. Oh, man. We'll be in Halloween month at that point. Oh, yeah. We'll be in Halloween month, too. We'll we'll talk about all the cool Halloween stuff we have next week. So much happening. So much happening. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye -bye. Oh, man. I hope we get Mandy again. (laughs) (laughs) Two isn't enough. I'm pretty excited.
this summer. Take the ride of your life. Dodge bullets. Leap from skyscrapers. And survive 127 blazing minutes of non-stop excitement. Welcome to the party! All in 70mm 6-track Dolby Stereo oh. that will blow you through the back wall of the theater. Die Hard. Rated R. Exclusive engagement begins Friday, July 15th in selected cities.